You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 442 for August 18th, 2023. This week, we talk about essential oils, blue blockers, Baldur's Gate 3, taking screenshots, quickies, and girl dinner. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. We're doing a quickie. I've never had a quickie. I've never had had a a, like, let's define quickie. A quickie, like, is it under, under 15? When I tell you- He hasn't, there's been some, they haven't even taken their shoes off. Ooh, that's When I tell you, a blow and go. Oh, a blow and go. That's, that sounds like you're getting shot in the head, though. I was. That was actually, (laughs) I ordered a hitman. I said, you got to get over here right now. JFK? (laughs) Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. That was a blow and go, babe. Do you ever wonder about which, okay, let me ask you a question. I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. I, okay. I'm nervous. Which historical figures do you think would have survived their untimely deaths if they had had access to an iPhone? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, for poor E. Hemplo, Abraham Lincoln, he would have seen John Wilkes Booth in the reflection on his screen oh my god yeah if he was I or mean, he would he would just he watch a youtube TikTok? video yeah oh well just stay at home and stay on your phone you don't even need to go to the theater right he could just rent it rent the movie on on uh amazon prime uh cleopatra for example she allegedly got bit by a snake some say she blew up on a boat we don't know but if she had got bit by a snake she could have googled types of poisonous snakes what do you do when you get a snake bite Right. I mean, even if she, even if it was a snake, like just because she knows that there is a thing called anti venom that she could take doesn't mean that like they could make it on the spot for her. Uh, well, no, but there's like practical evidence too, like cut off the leg. You know, oh, that's I true. don't know. Yeah, just cut it off. You know, I don't know if I, you're supposed to. Do iPhone that. says cut off your leg. Okay. Did Thanks, you Steve know? Jobs. Did you know that Cleopatra is closer to? having an iPhone than she was to the Great Pyramids. Is that a real fact or are you just being an idiot? That's a real fucking fact. I hate that. Because people, no, you fucking knew it because people walk around like they're the only person, they're the first person to discover this fact. People are like, did you know that Cleopatra is closer in history to us than the Great, she was to the Great Pyramids? That's why You haven't ever heard that? I mean, I've heard something like that, but I don't think it was Cleopatra. It was oh. someone else, some other, some other historical figure was like closer to us than like something um, in the way past. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons is, is closer, closer to us than he than the Great Pyramids. Closer to us, and that's true. And I want to keep it that way. I I keep Richard Simmons <laughs> close to my heart, honestly. Um, Miley Cyrus has climbed more mountains than anyone else. Uh oh, oh emotionally. Hello. Emotionally. Hello. <laughs> Hello, emotionally. God. Um, God. What, what was the what was the starting topic? Cleopatra. Oh, never mind. I have nothing. I have nothing good to say. Oh, it was JFK. Too soon. Oh, you know? iPhone. Right. Oh, it was it was quickies. It was quickies. That's what it was. Is it oh, like do- uh, is it yeah. like Domino's? Like if it's if it, if the guy's not done within thirty minutes or less, it's free. Do I look like someone who ever got paid? 
no, but got do, paid. do I look oh, like I someone paid who? Them? No, do do I look like someone who gets it for free? No. Um. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, I, I better it get is. it for free if it's not done within thirty minutes, girl. I've places to be minutes. and by places. I'm That's a back long in my time. bed alone with no one That's else. That's a around. long time, though. Honestly, yeah. I don't have if the stamina. Have, I don't have well, the endurance. It's, it's not even about that because, like, as a bottom, sometimes you don't really have to do much in general. Well, I mean, I know, blah, 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 lazy bottom, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you're not expected to do anything. Right. Sometimes you're just and, a whole sir. But if that, if something's inside your butthole for that long, it doesn't need, you're, eventually you're hitting a wall. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah. It's, get it out. She's not getting any tighter. Okay. You know? Well, it's it's like it switches on a dime. You're like, yeah, that's enough. I don't I'm want curious. a colostomy bag situation. Yeah, that's not that's not the sort of situation that I'm trying to look into. Well, I, I mean, our our defense mechanisms in our body, when you have a foreign body in you for long enough, it, it starts getting attacked by our immune system. I'm curious, how long would it take for a dick in my ass to set off an alarm in my body being like, that's not supposed to be there. And then like, well, it sends blood cells. Okay. You know, when people get an organ transplant and then they have to like take pills for the rest of their life. So their body right. doesn't reject the organ. Yeah. I go, ahead, pills. I, I go ahead and take those. Okay. And I, so just leave it in. Yeah. I take those because I'm afraid of rejection. So I just take a like prep just in case um, I get rejected. Well, how's that worked out for you? How's well, it worked I, out for you. I, I don't talk to anyone, so I can't get rejected. So it's a catch-22. Very deep. <laughs> How you doing? I mentioned in the beginning that we're doing a quickie because Joe's head is about to explode. We already rescheduled once. So we're aiming for a, for a quick 45-minute yes. podcast. And thank you for that. Last night, I texted Sam like 45 minutes before we were supposed to record, and I was like, what are the vibes? Have the vibes changed? Yeah. What's the mood? And, and I was like, whatever. And Joe was, was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the secret was I well I thought he I was, was gonna give it a headache. Hint. I had been a, I woke up at like 5 a.m. yesterday and I was like I had three coffees and I was like I'm probably gonna have a headache. So did I was you like, wake up that early on purpose or was it like your body like telling you it's time? So Justin had a super early train to catch. He's was gone last night on a business trip. He's coming back tonight. Okay. Um. And so when he gets up that early, I just get up. Like, I can't well, yeah, go back to sleep. sleep in the same bed. Like, it's a different situation. Yeah. And I just I just can't go back to sleep. So I just started working. I got up early. I edited some TikToks. I had my coffee. Um, and I just did. I did way too fucking much yesterday. I really too did much. too fucking much. Um, yeah. What was this? Oh, and I was like, I'm going to get a headache in the evening. And so mm-hmm. I anticipated it. It didn't happen, and now it's happening today instead. Yeah, it's happening because Joe delayed the podcast. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start the microdosing. <gasps> Ooh, okay. We talked about this last week. You had the pills on you. It's kind of like those pills. It's kind of like the, um, like the drugs in Switzerland for assisted suicide, where a lot of people like to get the the medication when they're terminally ill. But a lot of them don't take it. It's just comforting to have it. This is the exact same situation, right? Uh, no, this is hopefully going to improve my quality of life. Help me live a longer and more fulfilled life. Enjoy it a um, little bit more. I'm so excited for you. 
I've I've set aside like we I have it on me and Justin's calendar blocking off Saturday mm-hmm. because we don't have anything to do. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do. I want to. I don't want to have any like, obligations. I want to give myself plenty of buffer yeah. room in case something goes bad. So uh, Saturday's the day. If I don't chicken out, you know me. I don't like. I don't even really take CBD. The last right. I take, I do a little bit of. I do. Wh- I do a li- a drop of CBD once, like every six months, and we it's the, nothing. We are the nerdiest, dorkiest, fucking no name motherfuckers who do nothing fun. We're scheduling well, out our trips. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's like me. Well, like I, I like to schedule hookups. I'm like. Oh, you're into me? Like I'll get. I have. I have a. I can fit you in. No pun intended. Pun intended. On Thursday at what? 3 p.m. Yeah. How would you know you're going to be horny then? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I have a pretty regular cycle. You know, it goes with the moon. I no. Back when I was doing that shit, it was now done. Oh, I never want to talk gone. to you again. I'm blocking you. Well, no, it's just get it done and then move on with my day. It was right. like, it was like a light form of entertainment, and then like move on with my day, get shit done. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely in the minority there where, like, I would much rather schedule sex out with someone than do it right, like, wow. sporadically. That's real romantic. It's real boring is what it is. But I mean, what isn't I would boring agree with is, it. I mean, but that, but that's the thing yeah. is a lot of people, a lot of people are like, I don't know if I'm going to be horny then. And that's, like, totally valid. Like, my, my sex drive is so weird and, like, atypical because of like the antidepressants that I'm on that it's like I can kind of figure out when I'm going to be horny. It's very interesting. I feel like it's a very atypical sort of situation to be in. But I digress. Back to you and your your mushroom capsules. When is this getting done? Are you going to are you publicly letting everyone know? No. Well, I mean, that's kind of what this is. But I'm not like um, I'm not going to I'm not going to be on social media on Saturday. I don't Mm. I'm not going to do a mushroom. Yeah, and then like get on social media. That's not what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take my one microdose, which is legal <laughs> it's, here. It's psilocybin. Watch it do nothing. You take one dose, and you're like, okay, well now I'm bored. Well, there's been research about how it interacts with people who are on antidepressants. Oh, like, interesting. Lexapro, what's like what, what's the research? The research is you don't get. Um, which ask your doctor. You know, read the papers yourself. But right. uh, that the the psychedelic hallucinogenic effects aren't as strong if you're on antidepressants. Like you can get some of the mood benefits without having to worry so much about the hallucinating. So you're taking a microdosed amount and you're on a medication that dampens the psychedelic effects. So I think you'll be fine. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not thinking. And the people I've talked to who also have tried it have not had any like psychedelic effects. So I'm not really worried about it. I just don't want to feel like when I accidentally did that Delta eight, that was so awful. That Girl, was a you, horrible, like I felt fine. You spiraled, it was, babe. You spiraled. It was back and forth between like, like I saw the beginning of time and then it was like, the <laughs> roller my coaster skin is melting. forward. And then it was like, I'm calm, but things are weird. There might be someone over there. You know, it was just, it was, I don't, I can't, I, that's not what I am in the mood That sounds for. like paranoia, babe. That's what it that sounds was, like. That was fucking wild. Yeah, um, out of control. 
So I'm not, I don't really like being altered. And the worst thing is when, oh my God, like being in an altered, in an altered state and having a headache is the fucking worst. Yeah. I can't imagine like getting high when I'm like not in a normal state of mind where I'm not in like a homeostasis or like, I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm like, how do I get out of this? How do I, like, now I'm feeling two different, two ways I don't want to feel like. I feel like I feel trapped. But then there's people who, like, smoke marijuana or, like, dabble in in THC for, like, for it, like, pain management. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, that's a valid point, though, where, like, I can't imagine... Like taking a drug, like I'm, I like my, I have a headache and I take a drug and then I'm like more incapacitated and I can't do anything than usual. I and like I can't still take have care of myself. Yeah, I can't take yeah. care of myself. That's a worry. Absolutely. You're out of control. But for like chronic pain, like I, and I've heard it both ways. I've heard yeah. like, obviously there, are, there's medical marijuana uses of people in severe chronic pain and right, it helps yeah, relax and stuff. But then I hear the other side of people like take it to help their headache, but it gives them a worse headache. Like, Hmm. I think pot is one of those things that can go either way with headaches. And I'm like, not about it. I I don't want to do that. Well, I'm curious what what uh, psilocybin does. So uh, here's my question. What's like the dose, like the normal dosage regimen for microdosing? Like how many days are you supposed to take it in a row? Um, so there's different, like different studies have done it in different ways. There's no like Mm. set path, but it's kind of from what I've read, how other people have done theirs is, um, a microdose is anywhere for, look it up. Cause I, I got them like already dosed the pills. I think you told us last week what, what the range of what technically a microdose is. So 0.25 grams is what these capsules are individually. Mm. And um, it's anywhere from like 0.1 to point, you know, another low point. Mm-hmm. Um, 0.5 sounds like it would be too much for me in mm-hmm. any way. So mm-hmm. we're, start, we're doing the 0.25. We're starting um, And the schedule seems to be like, take it every like four days for a couple of weeks, then don't take it for a couple of weeks. And then take it again. And then some people just take it when they need it. Interesting. Like just when they have a headache. Um, huh. So I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens. I just know that like it's not fun living the way I've been living with headaches. Right. So yeah. I'm You're ready trying to try something. something. You're asking the mushroom gods for help. And we'll see what happens. There is that. I think we talked about it before. There's that mushroom... Uh, documentary on like netflix or something Mm -hmm. and it's interesting it's all these people who are like go out and pick mushrooms and it's not even about like the psychedelic mushroom no it's like mushroom foragers yeah girl let me tell you a story about a mushroom are you ready uh sure (laughs) so back up in montana there's a sushi restaurant in bozeman uh which is where all the fancy people live And uh, Montana and, like, the Rocky Mountain West in general, like, those areas are kind of known for mushroom foraging and and especially uh, morel mushrooms, which are a type of mushroom where they're very difficult. Yes, they're very – yes, Stardew Valley. You have have some sort of anchor. Thank you. Um, They're a type of mushroom where they're very difficult to both cultivate and to, like, keep. 
And so the best mushrooms are like foraged fresh. They're kind of like truffles in that way where like they're difficult to keep anyways. So it's kind of a Rocky Mountain, you know, sort of ingredient. This sushi restaurant in Montana, first off, first red flag, sushi restaurant in Montana were landlocked. Yeah. Second thing is they had this um, special sushi that involved morel mushrooms, fresh morel mushrooms, I think. They were either fr- now they were either fresh or dried. Regardless, um, someone ate this morel mushroom sushi and died because of it. And like Was they it had not to- the real type of mushroom? No, so like at first they were like, "Oh, they they got these fucking these these mushrooms from chatter." You know, they're not real. That's what people thought at first. And so then the health department stepped in cuz like we're going to have to do a full fucking investigation here. And what they found out was the mushroom was cooked completely. Nothing was wrong in the, with the mushroom. But what they did was the the cooking liquid like the liquid that came out of the mushroom or whatever and like the sauce that they made with the mushroom wasn't cooked completely and there was something in it that was poisonous. And so here is your warning for people because I'm a mushroom expert. I'm not. Uh, cook your mushrooms thoroughly and if if you're making a broth with it, boil that motherfucker, okay? Make sure it's cooked. Anyways, that's my mushroom story for you. Congratulations. You don't just go, like, mushrooms are serious fucking business. Like, just the yeah. normal eating ones. You can't just go mushrooms. out and eat mushrooms. They're yeah, all Yeah, you have to be informed, DC. girl. You have to be there informed. There are so many mushrooms in D.C. After it rains, the park that's near us is, like, full of mushrooms. It's wild. And I wild. bet none of those are, just, are edible. I'm sure those are all I gross mushrooms. I would imagine. I mean, I wouldn't even begin to, I don't even know how to tell. Like, well, that's I the would, thing. I like, would only get it at the grocery store. Like mushrooms are tricky. Like, like really um, informative and knowledgeable mushroom foragers can like show you that there's like they can show you two different mushrooms until like the layman person's eyes they look exactly the same, and one is edible, and the other one will fucking kill you. It's wild. You do not fuck around with mushrooms. Like, do not eat wild mushrooms unless you know a hundred percent for sure. You know exactly what it is, because like they're dubious, girl. They're shady. That's like um, eggplants, or I call them courgettes because I'm half British. Ugh, um, ugh, God, they're courgettes. they're like po- poisonous, right? What egg eggplants are part of the nightshade family, right? I think so, and that's like you're not. I mean, obviously, people eat eggplants, but they're also it, like poisonous, like the leaves, it, maybe. It maybe I'm gonna Google it, it. You should Google it. Um, I thought a courgette was a type of fancy car. Oh, that's a Corvette. The mm. leaves and flowers are to- can be toxic. Okay, so they're not like I'm going to kill you, but they're like probably not good for you. The compound that some might be sensitive to, solanine, is only toxic when consumed in large quantities. I I don't know. I don't like eggplants. Courgettes. Excuse me. Courgette. Courgettes. Well, there's different types of eggplant. I feel like eggplant is is one of those foods as an adult that I'm more I'm warming up to slowly. I'm currently warming up to chickpeas. I've never really cooked with chickpeas, garbanzo beans. I've never really made hummus before. And like as an adult, I'm like, I think I'm entering a phase where I'm going to like experiment in the culinary world, like cooking at home with chickpeas. I've ordered stuff with chickpeas before and like, you know, had hummus and and stuff like that. 
but I've never cooked with it at home. And so I'm like, hmm. So I bought some at the store. and I'm going to like fry them up or do something with it. I'm entering my my garbanzo bean journey. But in terms of like eggplant, I haven't really cooked much with eggplant either. They're very they have a lot of water in them. I feel like they're difficult to work with. I just don't know why you would eat it when there's other things in the world to eat. And it there's more like delicious it things. Right. I just don't understand why when would one eggplant pasta, eggplant or like, parmesan. Or like bitter melon. Like the word bitter is in the name. Why would I eat that? I don't know what that is. I've never it, heard of that. It's a, I think it's it's like I think it's Asian. I, it might be Japanese, bitter melon. That's like dragon fruit. Why would I want to dragon in my fruit? That's very That's true. That's like Watermelon? I, thought they, I, thought, I thought dragons were extinct. That's like peanut. Why would I want piss in my nuts? Oh, yeah. I don't want to think about your nut. That's like raisins. Why would I want rays in my sins? All of these jokes are sins. Just That's you like, know. I'm just thinking of foods at this point. <laughs> the peanuts one actually worked, though. I didn't That's even true. think about it until I said it. Sometimes you come up with gems and none of those were gems. Oh, my fucking head. <laughs> Girl, girl, this I whole apologize. podcast, I have a I have a wet washcloth on half of my face. <gasps> Nothing feels better when I'm sick. Did your mom do that when you were younger? Where like when you were homesick, she would like ring out a it feels very like 1886. I'm I'm like in the wagon on the Oregon Trail, like putting a, a wet washcloth on my forehead. Oh, my God. Can you fucking I know why people didn't live very long back then. And it's because of wagons. Like, holy fucking shit. It's like, why would I want to be... Yeah, the car sickness. Like, I I feel like... And then they thought it was a good idea to make wooden roller coasters. It's like, that's literally a wagon on a track. Those are the worst things in the world. People who like roller coasters and, like, specifically seek out wooden roller coasters are red flags. Yeah, absolutely. It's like rancid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those people are rancid. And I almost abs- lost my glasses in Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri on a wooden roller coaster. Yeah. Because it I, shook you, me so hard, my glasses flew off my face. Well, that's the thing. If you didn't have back problems before, go on a wooden roller coaster once and then you'll be fucked for the rest of your life. I guarantee it. We don't need to make things out of wood. I don't no, even know we, why we're making we houses ha- out of wood. Exactly. We have the technology. We don't need to be making wooden roller coasters anymore. Burn cars it down. Aren't made out of wood. Throw it away. We don't yeah, need cars... to make things out of moving things out of wood. Exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, I hate trees. Like I don't want them to exist, but I also Burn don't want to make things out of them. Right. It's like oh, we don't need you anymore. Okay. We're gonna smelt shit. Oh, so. Anyways. Oh, I had uh, some articles. Oh yeah, bring one up. Okay. Eh, I hate this one. I'll do this <laughs> one. So. On Science Daily, this came out like a uh, August first. I read okay. it on a different website, but um, so they wafted some fragrances through the bedrooms of older adults for two hours every night for six months, and here's was the results. So essentially, so this was conducted by UCI Center for the Neuro biology of learning and memory. Men and women aged 60 to 85 without memory impairment, uh, they were given diffusers and cartridges, and uh, each of them had like a single and different natural oil, essential oil. Okay. Um, people in the enriched group had full-strength cartridges. The control group were given tiny amounts, I guess, just so it made a smell and they thought they were doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, they 
put the cartridge in the diffuser each evening before bed and it activated for two hours as they slept. So in the enriched group, they showed a 226% increase in cognitive performance compared to the control group. And they measured it by word list tests, um, Hmm. which are used to evaluate memory. First of all, my Google gives me a lot of these articles because I have a family member with Alzheimer's and I research a lot. Exactly. So it's in your search history. A lot of these. Right. Um, But they did some imaging too and they showed that there were brain pathways were better. blah, 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 science words, temporal lobes, something, something, robustness. Yeah. <laughs> and and people also reported sleeping more soundly. So and since... That's, that's with strong sense or, or more that fragrant. That was with... Well, just... Yeah, it says um, full strength. So just... The, I don't know what full strength is, but they were yeah. given... You know, compared to good compared to no scent, basically compared to like a very small amount. That's so, so interesting. Smelling while you're asleep, it Improves seems brain has a correlation with memory and brain function. They they talk about um, exposing people with moderate dementia to, they say, forty different odors twice a day over a period of time boosted their memories and language skills, eased depression, and improved olfactory capacities. Um, but of course you can't have someone sit down and sniff like 40 different odors twice a day. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. That like, doesn't really work that way. I so mean, it kind of makes kind sense. Of a different thing. Right. It kind of makes sense because, you know, your, your sense of smell is one of your major senses. You know, I, I can smell things that can like trigger a memory or make me feel nostalgic about something it's kind of like tasting food like sometimes a taste can make you can bring back a memory and so i'm curious if it has anything to do with that but just strong sense in general i'm curious like are you are you a i can't imagine you being a scent person because your headaches i feel like are triggered by anything and if there's one thing that can trigger people's headaches it's like strong fragrance let me tell you we had this conversation in my Twitch chat recently. Mm-hmm. People who use scented laundry detergent are <gasps> fucking psychos and they need right. to be locked up. That is well, insanity behavior. Like that, I, it's bad for your skin. It's bad for everything. It's synthetic smelling scents, mm-hmm. especially the dishwasher ones. I don't want my dishes to yeah, smell like lemon. I want point? them to smell, I want them to smell like the food that's on them. They don't need right. to smell. When people have super strong scents on, on like, public transportation, it can, like, ruin someone's day. It's so disgusting. We are obsessed right. with scents. But a lot of those are synthet- synthetic. Like, right. they were using, you know, uh, natural oils, which right. we're not going to go into, like, we're not going to put natural oils and cure something with that. But right. we're talking about the smell of those oils. Yeah, girl, I I lived in a gain household. My mom used gain brand detergent, and then she would put it in the dryer with a gain scented uh, dryer sheet. And she did that. She doubled doubled on the gain to try to mellow out the chimney smoke cigarette smell that was on her children <laughs> for 18 years. Literally. 
Like yeah. that is her MO. She always has gum in her mouth. She has Febreze everywhere. Like she knows inherently that everyone around here within a 50 foot radius smells like a pack of cigarettes. And so she's like, has this ingrained mentality of like, I got a mask it as much as possible. But when I became an adult and I went, you know, I was, you know, doing some market research and I subscribed to consumerreports.com, blah, 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 and realized that a lot of the unscented detergents work the best, like the Costco brand unscented regular ass fucking bulk laundry detergent works really well and it doesn't have any scent so potentially you won't get um you won't like become allergic to fucking shit on your clothes because that happens people like become allergic to their oh, yeah. laundry detergent. you have to go to the i know someone who had to go to the hospital because they were visiting someone and they were using like scented tide and they they got a rash all over their body and had to go to the hospital i mean like okay, that's that a stuff bit, is that's a, that's a bit dramatic, but okay. That that yeah, that's a bit dramatic. But <laughs> it really does. Like it's not good for your skin. Yeah, we have scents everywhere. Like it's, you know, scented products and literally but, in like skincare and laundry detergent and liter I didn't know that they made fucking scented um detergent for your dishwasher. It makes sense oh, yeah. now that you said it, but I don't like I never in my life have I ever. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. Smells People are, are everywhere wild. and they're aw- they're awful. That being said, I would love to try this. I would love to have like a little lavender smell at night. Mm-hmm. R- real lavender. I don't want a yeah. synthetic. I don't want to put my head on a pillow and be like slapped in the face with synthetic lavender. If right. I had a little diffuser or something two hours at night, that would be wonderful. If I could like do that, sleep better, feel better, mm-hmm. improve my memory. I had a, a humidifier of all things that had a little like tray that you could drop a couple drops oh, of an essential yeah. oil in. Yeah. And that was really nice. But now I live in a place with 100% humidity. And so I don't need a humidifier anymore. But like, yeah, you can buy little packs of like of essential oils on like Amazon. I mean, I don't know. Are they actually natural oils or are they synthetic or what? I mean, you'd have to do your research. But I worry about you because I feel like that that would absolutely trigger your headaches. Well, it would have to be like when we get a massage, they ask us uh, lavender or eucalyptus. We always choose lavender because eucalyptus is toxic to dogs and we're going to be around. Lavender is also not good for dogs. I don't think well, like in high in concentrations. Are, yeah. But um, they have like lavender dog sprays. It's, hmm, you know, it's yeah. Um. I don't know, like mint, smelling mint when I have a headache is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. makes me feel better. So it kind of, it's it depends. It depends on the scent. Interesting. Well, so I'm curious if I shit myself and I just like roll around in it, does that make me smarter? Because it smells so bad? <sighs> you? Um, and, people and might honestly, think you in particular are smarter if you start. Right, anything. When, when the bar is set shit. so low, you know. They'll say, oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, he's he can a, roll over. At least, he's a, at yeah. least he remembered he shitted. <laughs> at, at least, least he, he can shit. Oh. oh, oh, look at his little shit. Oh, Sint anyways. Diffuser. I'll look oh. up this later. Okay. Jo- Joe's going to buy some. Diff- I can't wait for you to have like a, a wee wee woo woo house now. Absolutely not. But that's something I wouldn't take into cons- consideration is like what scents are safe to have around animals? Because, yeah, that is a thing you have to take into consideration. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it's so difficult being a, a dog mom. 
You know, I couldn't yeah. do it. No, not all of couldn't. us are prepared. Not all of us are are meant to be parents. Um, shall we do cheeses? Yes, like we like I said, this is a shorter episode, you know, because Joe has a headache or whatever, so we're closing out early. So let's do cheese. It's cheese of the week. Um, I bought some blue blockers. Oh, blue blocker. Um, just regular glasses. Are they prescription or are they I just bought like the? No, I got LASIK. Um, oh, that's my right. sister. My sister's like, you gotta get blue blockers. I was like, fine. I don't believe in them. If I'm I don't honest. really either, but I try anything uh, if I were you. And I got the ones that, so I got them from, I got them from Zenny, which is where I used to get all my glasses before I got LASIK. And they I make just the ordered lenses, from Zenny. Love them. They make um, the blue blockers, like some of the blue blockers you order on Amazon are like very yellow tinted. These Ooh, are like too much, less. Too you much blocking. You can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I just think I look better in them. Because my face, people have told me my face is ugly, and I think I look better with glasses. So mm-hmm. I got the blue blockers, and I've been wearing them. But I don't, I don't believe in them. Well, I mean, there's those apps that can, you know, that can reduce the amount of blue that's coming out of your screen. You know, like like oh, flux yeah. well, or whatever. Goes, I have that go on automatically on my phone and my computer at night. Yeah, I have that as well. So I'm like, I why would I need and and like I guess the the theory around that is apparently blue light can like keep you keep your brain more awake or something. So like the theory is having those apps turn on where it kind of yellows your screen a little bit during the evening is supposed to allegedly make you fall asleep easier since we're all looking at our phones all the time. It's like what's the theory around blue blocking glasses i don't in know general. it's it's a little woo woo yeah it's a little woo woo yeah and and yeah i just think i look better with them so i'm wearing them and also they probably cost like seven dollars right um i don't know i also got the anti-reflective oh she's fancy like 20 or 30 I just I just jumped on the Zenny bandwagon and I'm like I I I'm ordered I just ordered a pair of glasses with my prescription in them for like seventy dollars fifty dollars between fifty and seventy and I'm like I hope these look good on my face and so we'll see when they come praying yeah you got a tricky face don't you yeah uh, yeah yeah tricky I a, face I have a face that's for sure <laughs> but let me know if those blue blockers do anything for you they don't are you they like just look really good. Are you just wearing them in general more for fashion? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it works. It's so interesting because, like, uh, I'm used to needing a very strong prescription glasses. But, like, and when you would shake the glasses, my old prescription ones, like, the world shakes. Exactly. But with these, you shake them. It's like nothing's there. shake. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it's like, you don't, don't actually need these to see. It's crazy. Crazy how right. your world is after you've fixed your eyes. You got a cheese? I do. My cheese this week is girl dinner. What's your girl dinner? Oh, I don't do girl dinner. I only do girl lunch. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about this a little bit. What was your girl lunch that you tweeted the other day? We literally talked about this two weeks ago. I didn't tweet it. I skeeted it. I'm oh, you, guy. D- you did skeet it. Um, It was a mini hot glue gun and <laughs> some acetaminophen. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That was my girl lunch. Um, My girl dinner recently, which has been more like a girl lunch, I agree, more like a girl lunch, girl snack, is a one burrito-sized flour tortilla 
with um with a some a sprinkling of Mexican cheese on it, and you put it in the microwave for thirty seconds, and you roll it up. Yeah, cheese roll up from Taco Bell. A cheese roll up from Taco Bell, only homemade, baby. Anyway, I don't know if I'd call any of that homemade, girl. It's only it's the only because it was made at home. That's the only homemade sure. part about it. Other people were talking about their girl dinner is just like eating a whole can of olives. And I'm like, that sounds like you. I love olives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Kalamata olives. Yeah, there's there's a good Venn diagram between like goblin mode and girl dinner. I feel like they interlap a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my cheese this week is is a, is a cheese roll up girl dinner. And sometimes that's all you need and it hits the spot. So. I really like the cheesy bean and rice burritos from Taco Bell. And they're oh, on their, yeah. like value menu. They're so they're good. They're so good. Girl, remember during um, the pandemic when they when they got rid of the fucking uh what was it, the spicy potato taco? No. Awful. I they have a yeah, I don't I don't like spicy potatoes, but they have a different potato one, don't they? Um they have like the 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 potato with sour cream on top that's just like in a bowl. Oh I don't know yeah. what it's called. Fiesta potatoes. Oh yeah, the Fiesta potatoes. I haven't been to Taco Bell in so long, but I don't need to because I make my cheesy roll-ups at home. Anyways, should we do favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Do you have a good one or should I go first? I have a good one. Okay. It'll go for be it. fast. Baldur's Gate 3. <gasps> oh, she's playing. I love it. It's so fun. I'm doing a sorcerer character on my own. Oh, if you don't know what Baldur's Gate 3 is, it's like it's Dungeons and Dragons. RPG video game. video game. You been in development for like twenty years. Create your character, assemble your party, go around on these adventures. There's a main storyline, and then you get caught up inside adventures and stuff. There's mm-hmm. dice rolling. Uh, it's turn based. Mm-hmm. Combat is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love it. My main character sorcerer named Death Bottom, and then <laughs> on stream, I'm streaming a bard character named disaster twink okay so, so yeah there's a theme going i'm trying to make it chaotic and there's a twitch plugin a twitch extension where your audience can vote on which uh dialogue suggestion to pick so you can play the game like thousands of different ways yeah it's like yep yeah it's wild on one playthrough i killed all the druids and then i wasn't able to get this one companion and so you have to cut off their head and take their head to someone else and you can put brain worms in your head and you can do whatever you want. You can be yeah. magic. You talk to animals. You do yeah, whatever you want. It's crazy. One dialogue shift can change your the entire playthrough. Mm-hmm. It's 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 wild. a blast. I've so only that's heard my favorite thing. I've only heard good things about Baldur's Gate 3, and I've been on the yeah. fence about it because back in the day, I played Baldur's Gate 2 in like the early aughts and by played i mean that i somehow acquired I, maybe i bought the game i bought ballers maybe a friend gave it to me and i installed it on our, our, our windows 95 windows 98 computer and then i i played through like the first act and then i never played any more of it and it was because was it not fun it, it was fun but i think i was too young and too stupid to actually like have i was very impatient as a kid that's why I didn't like fishing because like you just st- stood there and did nothing. As an adult, I love doing nothing. I love being patient. I love like waiting for things to come to fruition. But as a kid, I was like, oh, this turn-based stuff is like 
really boring and slow and like i don't care about the dialogue and the story and like i just didn't have an appreciation for it as a kid and so i think i have kind of a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to turn-based rpg games a la baldur's gate 2 but as an adult like everything that i'm seeing about baldur's gate 3 all of my friends are literally playing baldur's gate 3 and they're all just like having a fucking blast so I'm like, maybe I should jump on the bandwagon and I think I will be pleasantly surprised. Because shit, if you're playing it and you're enjoying it, then like... Yeah, I hate turn-based. Right! I literally hate Final Fantasy, old Final Fantasy games because they're turn-based and I find them extremely slow. Yeah. But uh, this is more... I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't feel... I don't know. It, it feels more like a puzzle. Combat feels more like a puzzle. Like, oh, I'm, I need to move over here. Because you don't, you're not taken out of the environment when you're in combat. You're in the same environment. You can position yourself in different ways. Seems very integrated. make your team. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it. Now, is all of the dialogue in Baldur's Gate 3 voiced? Um, except your character's not. But like, everything else is. Yeah, it's all voice. I think that'll help me a lot because I can't read. And maybe that was a big part of why I couldn't play Baldur's Gate 2. Because like, sure. it was a game that came out 20 years ago. Shit was barely voiced. It was mainly yeah. like, I'm reading an interactive storybook. The narrator is really good. It really makes you feel like you are playing. I mean, you are. You're playing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And it mm-hmm. makes it feel like a really cool one that like a really skilled dungeon master made and it's just it's a lot of fun nice how much is it do you know i think it's 60 it's not available so it's only on pc right now it's coming to everything else in september i believe it's also available for mac which is like the one game not yet though in september it's coming in september oh okay if you buy it on so i have it on steam and when i when i open it on my macbook it plays the like um tutorial not the tutorial but the uh not the full release game oh the demo yeah not the demo what's it like the pre-release shit beta it's not it doesn't play yeah it plays like the beta oh okay interesting or something yeah i mean i have both a mac and a pc i I game on my pc still so it doesn't matter but yeah i think i should just i should just drop the 60 bingos and just play the damn thing because i feel like everyone it's on GeForce is enjoying now it. as well I, when i play it on my mac i because geforce now links with your steam account and all your cloud save files mm-hmm. so i can play on my mac in the bedroom pc in the office but is it available for stadia no stadia is dead r.i.p good for everything it would have been yeah i read about that it would have been it would have been great r.i.p R.I.P. Stadium. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is a free application for Mac only. So, Joe, you can tune out for this. It is a screenshot. I have a MacBook. I mean, okay. Right over there. I can see it. I'm (laughs) looking at it. it. (laughs) I can see it. It exists. Wow. Okay. So, it is a um, a screenshot and markup application called Shotter. S-H-O-T-T-R. And it is a free application. You can, um, it's like share, not shareware, but it's like freeware where you could give the developer 
$8 and then you own it and they're happy or whatever. I think it's um, developed by an indie dev, but it's like a really, really good application for um, taking uh, screen grabs or screenshots on your Mac. It's like super small, super efficient, super fast. And then when you take a screenshot, it comes up with a window with really handy markup tools. So you can like, add arrows you can add text it recognizes text via ocr um you can do a scrolling screenshot on your mac you can like remove um text and images you can blur out and censor things like there's a lot that you can do within um just the integrated editing um part of the screenshot application and it's like super seamless it's super amazing and it's come in handy a shit ton for me because like at work and doing work stuff, a lot of the times I'm like having to train people or explain like certain processes in a program or like having to point things out and help troubleshoot things. And so the fact that I can literally screenshot something and then like audit, like very easily add like an arrow or like a number to like things is like super, super easy. And then you just like click the save button and it's in your downloads folder. It's like it's literally the Mac screenshot, like shift command four, shift shift command three, but on steroids. Um, so highly, highly recommend it is free or it's eight dollars, depending on if you want to spend money or not. It's literally one and a half megabytes. Um, Mac only shotter dot CC S H O T T R dot CC. Uh, the link will be in our Patreon show notes. Do you have a do you have a application that you use all the time? That is small well, and beautiful. On Windows, you just use the normal one, and it does all those things. I used to use Looks a program like on Max Windows called Catching Up Again. Right. I used to use something similar to this, but it was more advanced on Windows called like ShareX. I think it was what it was called. I don't remember. It was a whole thing. No, I I will just put them in Photoshop if I need to do anything. Girl, you're hardcore. I love Photoshop. Well, I'm good at it. I'm well, that's the it. thing. Yeah, for me, like every time I open up Photoshop, it's wanting me to activate it. So I'm like, I'm just not, I'm Oof. not buying this, girl. <laughs> not my gay Let's ass. See. I'm not paying for a license. Anyways, I love free software, love open source software. I don't know if this is open source, but it is free and it's really great. It's super handy. S H O T T R dot C C. If you have a Mac, try it out. It's super lovely. I love it a lot. There you go. Good favorite things. Bada bing, bada boom. Quick, quick, quick. We gotta go. I gotta go lie down. My head's gonna fucking explode. Joe's about to lie down on his fainting couch. Yeah, really. In his Victorian gown. Ugh. Well, good good episode. Good, good favorite episode. things. Good favorite things. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will be back next week with a regular episode. And next week we will also have a bonus episode on our Patreon for our Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. 
Alexandre T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devin D. Edward P. Emily H. Gustavo Y. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jess L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Scott A. Chantal H. Jariah S. Zoezilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.